Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the five minute basketball coaching podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the five minute basketball coaching podcast. Before we jump in today and do our great topic, I want to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for handouts, you're looking for research, you're looking for one-on-one coaching, you're looking for office hours. If you're looking to become a better basketball coach, teachhoops.com is your answer. This one, this is coaches. I'm just telling you right now, you know, I come up with some of these, but this, this was definitely coaches topic. Not that it's a bad one, but I'm going to let him run with it, and then I'm going to get a drink, and then I'll be back. Okay, go ahead, Coach. All right, sounds good. Um, so I found an article a couple months ago uh, by uh, Seattle Times. It's called Shooting Like the Warriors High School Basketball, Mimicking the Pros and Loving the Three-Pointer. Uh, and so the question of the day is, is – It was an article you said? Yes, and we can okay. post it on, on show notes. Okay. Yep. Um, and it talks about – can the what they're doing in the pros, can we really mimic it in the high school game of loving the three-point and living and die by the three-point play? Can we or can we not? That is the question. I, I say no. Okay. I'm not sure why I'm saying no. Um, I think we try to – first of all, I think there's a trickle-down effect. I think everything in the pros works to college. The college works to us. Um, you can see it with the ball screens and all those kind of things. Yes. So um, – do I think it's already trickled down? Absolutely. Um, do I think it's been good? I mean, I wish we had better shooters, I guess. Um, I mean, the, 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 the science is out there that you should basically shoot threes or layups. Right. I mean, the science um, is out there. The, the big argument was that it's a huge game changer, but I feel like there's other things we've talked about that are game changers. Uh, and the stat, statistic-wise um, – they're almost even based it when you get to the point of um, if you take a certain amount of shots percentage wise, the, the percentage is almost even out though, to be honest with you. Okay. So, 
um, I like looked at the percentages of like, what do you think as a high school coach, if you, if you get the ball inside and you shoot high percentage shots inside, how much, how, how much should you make within the lane? At least 50%, right? Right. So if you're taking 50% of like, let's say that you take a hundred of those and then there's 50%, you make 50% of those, you know, that's a hundred points, right? Right. Yep. And so, um, what's a good three point percentage for high school? 33%, a third, 30%. A third, yeah, a third, I mean, a third is good. I think. So if we do a hundred shots there, right, that's 33. What's 33 right. times three 99. Right. They end up, they almost end up eating out every time I've, I've ever done the calculations. Right. But you're talking about being able yeah. And, I, and the thing is that, but they don't, they won't shoot those mid rangers. Right. Then I don't think they're practicing the 15 footers. So that's why I think it's six feet and in and three pointers is what people are shooting now. Right. Yeah. Which I, I guess I can, I guess I can see where that, where that, that can be. Uh, but most teams are focusing on teams to shoot that mid range jump shot. Um, one thing I don't like is that it doesn't lead to a lot of free throw shooting, you know, and shooting does, does the shooting often lead to any effective offense. I think the shot clock is one of the reasons why there's so many shots being taken up, you know, in our game, I don't think we, we can be able to rotate the ball multiple times in the state of Wisconsin. Right. We don't have to mimic the NBA. I right. think people are, are people are, are um, trust me, the shot clock's coming. I won't be around to see it, but it's coming. I think it's going to, I think, I think, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to sound old if I say that, so I might not say that. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure it's going to do great things for high school basketball. I'm not against it, but I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm sounding old when I, when I talk like this, but, um, cause we, I'm not sure why we're trying to mimic the, the 138 best basketball players in the world. We shouldn't because it doesn't fit that. It doesn't make sense. Because I got the kid that's part of the DECA club and the other kids in the band and, you know, the other kids. It's like, and I'm trying to make them basketball players and you're talking about guys that are making, you know, $17 million a year to go play basketball. We sh we're, not, we're not in the same world. We're in alternate universes, to be honest with you. <laughs> like we were talking about last week with Triple E with your left hand. Right. Yeah, you know, the, trust me, the guys that are on TV in the NBA, on the NBA network, can dribble with their left hand for the most part. And I think you got to be careful is that too, is that the one thing that I, I, when I really look and evaluate this article is like, you can't constantly mimic the NBA in uh, college either because their percentages are way better than most high school teams are. They're, right. They're, we can't mimic that because we sure don't have the percentages. Well, I mean, no, no, other, at, no one, there's not, I mean, okay. So again, we're talking about the one percenters that have five legitimate players in the car. We all play several players that have deficiencies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, unless you're, unless you're, you know, the elite of the elite, you're playing kids with deficiencies playing high school basketball. Now I've played some kids with deficiencies and they ended up playing in the NFL. They were football players. But they had basketball deficiencies <laughs> that you could exploit. You know, that's the thing is most of those guys in the NBA don't have deficiencies, even at the highest coll collegiate level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I don't I, think, I, I think, I don't think it's some of that study. Some of those studies with a grain of salt. Right. Um, so in my opinion, I don't think it, it can be completely as effective in the high school game. What, are, what is your overall thought then? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I just don't okay. think it can be. I don't, it's just, just sure. Cause we don't have the, we don't have the resources, the plethora of type of players to mimic that game. And right. like I just, I just told, talked about is that percentage wise, 
Based on the average percentages for high school basketball players of 50 and 33%, they almost even out. So in, in re retrospect, you're looking for your best shot or a great shot. And a three-point shot really is the best shot for a high school basketball player. Right. No, I agree. I mean, uncontested three-pointer would be good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they don't happen very often. All right, what's our full timeout? My full time out is: Do you? I, I'm constantly watching and watching. Is that? Do you think post the, the post play will remain in the game? True post play, or is it going to continue to phase out? No, I think it's going to stay. I think they're going to move the line back too. Like we were talking about off off air about the moving the uh, division one to the international and then all collegiate the following year to the international, which is another. God, almost a foot and a half back. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, just a couple things. First of all, big shout-out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They allow us to do these. They, you know, um, they'll, they allow us to become me become a better basketball coach, but allow us to keep, you know, the equipment and the editing and all the things I need to do to run three podcasts, high school hoops and teacher side gig and this one. Um, that allows me to pay the bills. So go over and check it out. And if you like this podcast, we would ask that you go over and subscribe and leave a review wherever um, you listen. We would appreciate that. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Um, I think it's twenty twenty two one or twenty. I don't know something, but it's like the like the college the high school level is like nineteen six. I think they're going to move it back. And that's going to open up the lanes for driving. It's also going to open up the paint touches. And it, it, paint touches are good. You watch the collegiate level they even go in there because they can get to the free throw line. That's why. So you uh, think expanding out the the three point line is going to, but like what about? I think it's going to start. I think it's going to it's going to cause more dribbling and it's going to uh, cause more post ups. I do. It's going to spread okay. more some, and I think the people are going to be able to get to the rim easier. But, well, uh, my question is, how are all those city schools with small gyms going to ever be able to replicate courts like that then? If they widen out. Well, yeah, the one like in New York. Like, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. We should also make the court wider and longer. I agree. I agree. Um, it's too small for the athletes. It, if anybody's a Little League coach, at the 12-year-olds 12, the 12 are too close to the plate in Little League, too. Right. Like, that should be a 50-70. Someone's going to die eventually in Little League. I mean, those 12-year-olds are throwing the ball so hard, and that distance is too short. Like, yeah, well, guess what? Well, we're, we're a re reactive culture, so we will not take the – until something bad happens, that, yeah. that change will not happen. Yep, and that change should happen now. Now, before something happens. Because 12-year-olds throwing that close is like – they're like throwing – it's crazy how hard they're throwing it. Um, right. It's been a few years since I've been in that world, but it was like I knew it then. That's and then they and then the problem is then they move to the then they move to the big field and it's too big for for a thirteen year old. You know, it's like you need that fifty seventy field. But that's the problem with the basketball court right now. And I, I think we've outgrown it. I think our athletes have outgrown it. I, I just think that post play will always remain. If, if anybody really understands the game, I think you get better shots by playing inside out. I didn't really touch base on the question at all today. And then I don't think teams know how to defend in the post as much as they used to. No, so you can teach your if you could teach your kids, and you don't need to teach them a hundred post moves. You know, to be really using your body, have one counter move be effective. It could be a game changer for you if you don't have a good shooting team that year or to grind or make a high percentage shot at the end of the game when you need a, a bucket or, you know, get a high percentage shot and get to the free throw line. So I think, I think post play, any smart basketball coach 
is not going to constantly live and die by the three. They're going to constantly be able to use that post play when they can. And right. it doesn't it doesn't have to be a tall guy either. I've had guards that are I've I set up post plays for that could to uh, be really well done in the post as well. Yep, and it will get you the free throw line and all that. All those are, yes. And the and the thing is, the game's moving away from it. That's a reason you should move toward it. Exactly. In my opinion. Yep. So people aren't spending the time on it, like you said. I don't think the defense is what it was. 20 years ago in the post at all. Especially, too, if, if you got better shooters and because they're coming better shooters, they can't help as much in double team if they're going to kick out. So if you can get guys to score in the inside, you're going to get those outside shots or you're going to get one-on-one coverage in a high percentage area. 50% of the time, you're going to score there. It's a high percentage shot. I would yeah. continue. It makes complete sense. All right. Perfect. All right, Coach. Thanks. Sounds good. Yep. Bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure you go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better time to become a better basketball coach. Um, I will give you my personal email address. I will respond to your questions. And then on top of that, you have community, you have DVDs, you have handouts, you have a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. Go over and check it out. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.